This is Sam from Paradise Beers, and you're listening to P.S. Tape Recorder. Hello there, I'm P.F., this is my tape recorder. Permission to fanboy granted. Oh, real fanboy way, please. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, well, Nothing the thing better is, than fanboy. That's Freddie Cohen from The Vaccines. We'll be hearing more from him in just a little bit. I did a little bit of stand-up this past week, so you might want to skip right through the Freddie Cohen interview. Uh, more news about our Top 20 Special Edition show being there on Radio Fusion in Singapore. I'll have details at the end of the podcast. But first, as always, fake news. And now, fake news with me. You could have built three pentagons, climbed Mount Everest 292 times, and constructed all 1,100 miles of the Keystone Pipeline in the time since the Senate Democrats have passed a budget House Republicans argued this past Tuesday. Republican House Speaker John Boehner's office released an infographic Tuesday, kicking off a communications push designed to place Democrats on the defensive over the Senate's failure in nearly four years to pass a traditional budget. You know, in that same time, you could have also had one bogus war with Iraq, which you did. And everyone can take credit for that. The Beyonce did she or didn't she scandal keeps getting more absurd. CNN has reported that she did indeed lip sync the Star Spangled Banner on Inauguration Day, while the Wall Street Journal says she sang over her own voice on a pre-recorded track. She did not sing live, CNN quoted an anonymous source. And Fox News, meanwhile, reported that she used a teleprompter, which they didn't like. And speaking of music, reggae pop star Shaggy was not stabbed in a bar fight this past week, and he certainly isn't dead, contrary to an internet report saying that he is. Uh, This all according to a living, breathing Shaggy. So again, Shaggy isn't dead, just his career. Boy, that guy would have so many good records if he just didn't sing on them. Coming out as LGBT is rarely easy, which makes Jacob Rudolph's story all the more impressive. When the high school student in Paris, Spani, New Jersey came out, he did so in front of the entire school. His classmates responded with a standing ovation. During the presentation of Senior Class Awards, Rudolph was given the Class Actor Award. Okay, so the theater guy came out. So what? And, And so what in a good way. President Barack Obama would object to the annihilation of the Republican Party, White House spokesman Jay Carney told reporters on Thursday. His comments came two days after the Republican House Speaker John Boehner charged that doing away with the GOP would be one of the Democrats' top second-term priorities. And this is really a travesty, because it's the GOP who have always steadfastly been the party to reach across the aisle in the spirit of bipartisanship. Uh, Yes, Mr. Limbaugh, you have something to add to this. To us, bipartisanship is them being forced to agree with us after we have politically cleaned their clocks and beaten them. Oh, I guess when the GOP reaches across the aisle, it's to choke the Democrats. And finally, Notre Dame star linebacker Manti Teo has again admitted to lying, marking at least the second time he has acknowledged knowingly spreading falsities in the saga of his fake dead girlfriend. In an interview with ABC News' Katie Couric this past week, the Heisman Trophy runner-up says he fibbed to the media, albeit briefly, after learning the death of supposed girlfriend Linnea Kekoa was a hoax. Now, some may recall that Teo's girlfriend had a high-profile gig this past summer opposite Clint Eastwood at the Republican National Convention in Tampa. And that's been Fake News with me.
Okay, if you want to skip past this part, feel free. But uh, I did stand up at Go Bananas in Cincinnati this past Wednesday, and I think it went okay. Um, you see what you think, at least. Uh, and if it's you know if it's too much, just you know pop right over to the Freddie Cohen interview. I I, I went mad at you. Here's me doing stand up at Go Bananas in Cincinnati. Check and see if that's actually correct. I do it all the time. 
<laughs> he got nickels in the Debbie Roundup. And uh, the weird, weird part is, is I'm mostly for the gun folks. I'm buying Heineken. If you currently have a gun uh, to protect your family, your property, I'm cool with that. You know, go nuts. Uh, well, don't go nuts. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, but you can you protect your family. I'm cool with that. These silly arguments people come up with, like, oh, we should, we should outlaw cars, too, because cars kill more people than guns, which is true. I looked it up. But I don't need an AK-47 to get to work every day. So, at least not most days. And then uh, one of our local news anchors actually put on his Facebook page. He said, if you look at the FBI crimes of this week, we should outlaw hammers, too. Oh, really? I'm a 46-year-old man, and someone comes up to me with a hammer, I'm pretty sure I can do this. Maybe a little of this. I think I can outrun a hammer. I'm pretty confident my hammer is taking capabilities, but where's the MC hammer? That dude's old. He's a parachute pants on that But, uh, yeah, some of them have the 47 for an AR-15. I don't like my chances as much, but... Uh, well, uh, I'll leave you with this one last thing here. Uh, you know, I've lost internet experience, as you can probably tell. Uh, but not the internet since 1995, and I still call the internet. But um, <laughs> I want looking for ways to improve it, those business ideas. The thing I'm looking for right now is for uh, Craigslist to acquire Angie's List. That way, folks can uh, find more uh, reliable sex workers. All right, well, that's not my nonsense. You've been very kind. The Vaccines are a rock band from West London, and they've made quite a splash in the past couple of years. They've released two albums. What did you expect from The Vaccines and this past year come of age? And uh, these guys are the real deal. And uh, we had the pleasure of speaking to Freddie Cohen, the guitarist from The Vaccines. Here is that interview. Hey, joining us on PS Tape Recorder, it's Freddie Cowan from The Vaccines. Freddie, how you doing? I'm good, thanks, mate. How are you? Uh, good, good. I'm, I'm uh, resisting the urge to fanboy here. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of The Vaccines. Oh, real fanboy away, please. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, well, the Nothing thing better is, than a fanboy. Yeah, exactly. Well, the thing is, I'm a 46-year-old man who likes the new music, but, you know, I just... It's, oh, yeah, you suck. Yeah, it's just that the trouble is, is that it's so hard to find bands that consistently make good new music and I think the vaccines have finally cracked that code you're one of the few bands along with you know maybe Coldplay and people like that but you know two solid albums and uh yeah just amazing stuff wow that's pretty kind to say so uh were you were you always a music person or did you kind of come to a lake I know some people you know they four or five years old they pick up guitar others they wait till they're in school and maybe Uh, their mates get them turned on to it yeah I mean, my my mom played guitar, my dad played guitar. Okay. They're amateur, you know, amateurs, very yeah, amateur yeah. guitar players. But there was always instruments in the house, and it was a very musical household. My brother's in a band too, and uh, yeah, it, it kind of found me. Okay. It, it's just, it's, you know, everyone has that one thing that they do to express themselves, and you know, whether they do it professionally or not, it was always playing the guitar for me. So you know, I've just been so lucky to be able to do it. You know, spend my days every day doing that. So, and how did uh, you and Justin uh, hook up and start uh, working together? Oh, I was playing guitar, playing with Justin. I was in his band. He was a solo artist. And Justin and I started to hang out, and then this friend 
we both had in common was like, well, you know, maybe we should start a band. Let's do something completely different. And so I think Justin started playing the keyboards and this friend of ours on guitar and I was playing bass. We were all playing instruments we never played before. The idea was to do something completely different. I think we were all a bit disillusioned with being musicians in London and kind of we just thought, you know what, screw this, let's just do something without, like, no strings attached, you know, let's just have fun yeah. with something. And it, it turned out that evolved into, you know, the vaccine. It was kind of ironic in the, in the end that the one thing we did without any kind of serious intentions for it ended up being, oh, yeah. so, you know, this thing. So did everybody bring a lot of different influences to it? Because imagine growing up with a musical family, there you probably had a lot of, uh, you know, all kinds of influences coming at you. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've always liked the odd tracks, the odd bands, like the odd songs. I've never really been one for the hits. Um, and Justin's a total opposite. <laughs> <laughs> he's, uh, he's a kind of a pop obsessive. So I reckon we kind of brought opposite ends of the spectrum to things. Um, I kind of like the more weird off-the-wall type of stuff. Uh, but we had a lot of influences in common. I guess the main thing we had in common about our view on music is really about what you, kind of how you do it rather than what you do it. You know, like intention yeah. and kind of like playing something like you mean it. And you know, in that way, we could draw comparisons between people like Link Ray and and Dean Vincent and Public Enemy. You know, it's like you do it, you mean it, and that's enough. You know what I mean? You don't have to be able to play more than two chords on the guitar. You can still do something of value. You know, if you if the intention's correct, and so we just shared that and that did, view, you know. And when you guys started writing songs together, did that kind of like did did that feel like real natural, or was that something you guys had to work out to kind well, of? Get... I, to be honest, when we met, like so many of the songs were written, they were just in a different format. Okay. So it was really about this kind of sonic. Band. We were really into the idea of making it as linear, kind of straightforward and simple as possible. So I guess we kind of made it electric and then we'd strip back and strip back and strip back and, you know, we could all play our instruments fine. We made a massive effort to really, you know, play them, like play the parts well, but, you know, make this, everything so simple, just so the kind of song ruled yeah. like sat on top and there was no I think it's so easy to get I think you, you don't even notice it when you're a musician that you're overplaying and stuff. it's so easy to get carried away and really the hardest thing to achieve is simplicity that's and true that yeah kind of, that was really our kind of focal point that makes a lot of sense if uh, folks are familiar with the vaccine songs that it, you know the, the songs really stand alone they come through with uh, you know very uh, very simple structure um, is there a lot of songwriting going on? Because it seems like you guys are pretty prolific. You, you know, between the two albums, it seems you know, you know, Tiger's Blood came out, and uh, some other stuff, a couple B sides, and uh, so is there constantly a, a churn of ideas coming out? Yeah, but there are. I mean, actually, we've just heard like a new batch of songs. I think we're kind of entering in a kind of new creative chapter at the moment, which is really exciting. And we've all done B sides for the singles uh, on Come of Age, which is all written and recorded separately. So like I've just done the B side for Bad Mood, oh. and I recorded it with my, with my brother from the Horrors, and he produced it. I was gonna um, say, yeah, it's a really cool thing to do because it kind of busts us out on our own because we've all written or fulfilled our roles in the band. But you know, personally, I've never written and recorded and kind of overseen production on my my own song completely on my own. You know, so oh, it's wow. a really yeah, it's a really interesting kind of when you put someone out of their comfort zone. It's really yeah. interesting to see how they react. 
Now, you mentioned your brother Tom is in the horrors. Is there any kind of a sibling yeah. rivalry there uh, between the two uh, bands, or is it uh, in uh, friendly no, competition? No, absolutely, or? absolutely not. You know, I really, I really admire what they do, and I think guitar bands are going to kind of stick together these days too. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. It's um, I, I think we're at a point it's where not, it's um, it's not, it's not a rivalry. I, well, I just respect what they do, and we couldn't really be more different with our approach. So. That's true. Yeah, it's only I, the and, and the horrors for folks out there also highly recommended. Um, you got a chance, like we, we mentioned, uh, Tiger's Blood a, a minute ago, and I didn't realize you uh, that uh, you recorded that with uh, Albert Hammond Jr. of The Strokes. Yeah, that's right. Well, he he was down at a gig of ours. We were playing Central Park, New York, with the Arctic Monkeys, and he came down with, I think, some of The Strokes and his manager, Ryan, and they saw the gig. And a week later, we got a call from Ryan saying, Albert, just been setting up a studio outside New York, and do you guys want to come down? You know, Abbott looking to do some producing. So, if you have any songs, you know, next time you're in New York, you should go up and do it. So, we were in Japan, and we were playing a festival in the Hamptons in August. And the next day, we got on a taxi and drove kind of three hours or four hours to Albert's place in Woodstock. And, uh, we did it, which is great because you know I am a big Strokes fan, especially when I was younger. You know, yeah. they were one of my kind of idols. He was one of my idols, so it was really great to do that. Yeah, did he uh, bring a, a certain kind of element to to things that you maybe weren't expecting? Um, no, not really. He, he, he really helped with the production, but I think very much of the Strokes mindset. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I think I think we kind of not we really knew what we were expecting, but. I think what he brought most for us was confidence and the fact that Albert believed in what we did, you know, and kind of, it was kind of like a validation point that we were doing something right and it was really good for our confidence as a band. I think that's the kind of most important thing to go And obviously I think the song's really cool. Yeah, yeah. And with the, I was, it has kind of an American inspiration. Is that not about uh, our actor friend Charlie Sheen? Am I... No, we've never heard that. I mean, oh, was, really? I think Albert jokes about it. Oh. When we were in the studio. We've never heard of the, the Tiger Blood. I mean, what was that? That's his kind of Bloody Mary cocktail Something, thing. yeah. Or that's just what he's made of or something. That's why he's, he's yeah, so... I he's, mean, we he's nuts, we quite frankly. We were in Japan Australia prior to the trip in New York, so we kind of missed the whole tabloid Charlie Sheen obsession we didn't really, we weren't aware of it at all. I don't, I mean, you're going to ask Justin where Tiger Blood came from. I mean, I think it's just a cool, I think it's just a cool title, but. Yeah, oh yeah, totally. It had nothing to do with Charlie, Charlie Sheen. Huh. Um, so when you're uh, writing songs, that w what kind of things inspire you? Is it just everyday things, or do you, do you follow pop culture at all, or are you guys kind of just focused on what you're doing? Uh, I guess like, comes from like an emotionally charged moment or from a moment of intensity. I think generally that the band, you know, as a as a band, we try and kind of come from uh, self experience, you know, and just try and be. Like, we really admire bands like the Men Oak Fields, and uh, you know, it's when someone can read, or like Dolly Parton, the songwriters, for example, when someone just kind of lays it out, and lays their emotions out, completely bare, and so bare that you can really relate to it, but they kind of be so honest about how they're feeling or what they're going through, that you just connect to it straight away. So, um, you kind of just stay away from writing cliches and you really just write about what you're going through. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think in that way you, 
So when you guys are going through songs, does does someone you know write the bulk of a song and everyone kind of adds to it, or does someone just kind of hey, I've got this uh, got this riff or this melody well, here? Well, yeah, I mean, I think the creative leader is Justin, and he'll do like, but the process is always the same. He'll sing the majority of the songs, but whoever brings the song, we bring an idea. Or we send each other ideas, and then we choose a couple, and we say we like this, we don't like this, and then the ones that we like, we'll be in a room together, and we'll just flesh them out. They'll be very, very basic. Whoever brings them, they come as very basic ideas, and sometimes they're only kind of 10 seconds long. But if we see kind of like value in something, then we'll just flesh it out. It kind of grows from like a from a whisper, you know? Yeah. So, um, what would you guys uh, ultimately like to do? I mean, how, what's uh, what's kind of the trajectory for the vaccines here over the next couple of years? I mean, I think the next record is a really important important one for us. I think we have to figure out how we we want to figure out how to kind of take the basic elements of what we do and and whilst maintaining them, kind of flip them all completely on their head. That is. Yeah, I really like to learn how. To, I really like to figure out how to use the guitar in a way that. I'm not aware of being used before, and so it's, it's kind of plenty on our minds, really. I mean, obviously, we're, we're really proud of us how we've gone into what we feel like is a good life, and so I think for us, folks, it's really on on method number three, you know. Yeah, it is difficult not to. You, you want to satisfy the fans and can keep the sound you're known for, but you don't want to make you know the same record over and over again. So yeah, but you don't. But you should never make a record for the sake of it, you know. Yeah. You know what I mean? You kind of you are really making it for yourself. Come on. Well, uh, uh, the vaccine. We just want to find something that is of, of interest, is interesting enough to us that you know we're not just going to the motion film studio and something that really kind of captivates us and, and makes us want to kind of get involved for the third time. Well, the uh, the vaccines are moving in the right direction. That's for sure. Oh, thanks very much. And my, uh, my, uh, I just did a, uh, a top twenty countdown show. A, a buddy of mine who has a radio station in Singapore asked me to uh, oh, wow. do a top number one song, Teenage Icon. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, yeah, love that song. Oh, yeah. we, we played in Singapore. Oh, last cool! Year. Oh, awesome! And it was, it was phenomenal. We had such a great time. Yeah, yeah. So um yeah that uh, I'll probably play that after the uh, the interview to uh, get folks uh, on board who aren't on board already. All right man, well continuing success right. to you. Yeah, it's brilliant. Uh, continuing success oh, to you. Good. Looking forward to the uh, the new album. Um I probably unfortunately not going to be able to get to see you guys when you're in uh, Columbus, which is uh, near me, uh, because I have a gig that night that I'm already committed to. So Yeah, I know. No worries. And there's no uh, there's I'm no place catch you at some point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well I'll I'll drive places, but the next night you guys are in Chicago, which is too far to drive, but um we'll get it sorted, as they say. All right. Okay, man, well thanks for taking the time today and uh, have fun right, when, you're, you. when you're when you're when you have fun when you're here in America. Okay, thanks. All man. right, thanks, Freddie. Thank okay, bye. Thanks again to Freddie Cohen for being on the podcast, and of course I don't do this very often because I'm not 100% sure I'm allowed to play licensed music, but uh, I think since we're promoting the vaccines, we're going to go ahead and play you uh, Teenage Icon. This is my number one song from 2012. Enjoy the vaccines.
vaccines teenage icon and again thanks to freddie cohen for being on the podcast you can catch the vaccines they are in america right now and just go to the vaccines.co.uk for all of the tour dates uh, both here and back uh, in europe also, we'll have links to the vaccines website from the Podbean website. So uh, if you missed that, you can just go to our Podbean website and grab the link there and find out where the vaccines are going to be playing near you. Okay, uh, other orders of business. Oh, yes, uh, the Radio Fusion Singapore. We did a special edition of the show, the Top 20 of 2012. Fangirl helped out with that. And uh, apparently, if you just go to any search engine and type in Radio Fusion Singapore, should pop right up. And there's a little button on the right-hand side of their website. You can stream their signal and they're just putting it in the rotation it's about an hour and a half long and our show just comes up uh in the automated system uh while they're still between semesters there the most of the programming is automated right now and they go back to live djs i guess when school gets back into session there at the university all right so that's the information we have on that the credits of course as always uh pf tape recorder music composed and performed by john Bropolis and doug o'connor with a little help from me uh, the logo is designed by dan coble follow him at tiger dactyl on Twitter. Uh, like us on Facebook, follow me on Twitter at PF66. Uh, that is all the business we have for this week, other than to say so long and thanks for listening.